the good things. We got all the good things. And with his retirement savings, he invested it all in transforming his garden into an animal sanctuary. These people still you know, honor her father's memory and that they care for his family while he's gone. Jasmine is absolutely a healer. And to that I say, you guys are true heroes. Thank you for being in the line of duty in the first place. And you can build family beyond just the biological connection that you have with someone. And it's just the story of Ohana. It's just so pretty. No man is left behind. Jasmine's a great dog. She's a full-time good girl. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to All the Good Things this week. We've missed you and we love you. Um, to start us off, go ahead and think of one thing that you're grateful for today, what's going well in your life. And just to start us off, I'm going to have Esme share her good thing. Well, I just want to start by saying we also love and miss Kristen. And we're so excited to also share her good thing today, too. Mine is really fun. I recently got a text from a friend named Turbo, who I've mentioned on this podcast before. And he asked if I'd be free to do a FaceTime later because he wants to talk about dogs. And I got a Zoom request called Dogs and Stuff from him. And it was the best Zoom I've ever had in my life. We've always been really good friends, but we had just like this amazing heart to heart and such a fluid conversation that dove into super deep topics for almost two hours. And I was drinking I wine that. the whole time. So <laughs> wine and dogs and stuff. Important, important information. And yeah, I feel like I told him right after, but we've always been close friends. And I feel like after that conversation we had, our friendship just grew like exponentially we had a great hard hug conversation that's so sweet and I love that it's amazing how just a super deep conversation can make you feel so much closer to someone oh insanely yeah I love that well shout out to you turbo thanks for listening to us as well Kristen's good thing is that she finally got a fire pit that she's been waiting for forever and she's at home breaking it in on her full moon ceremonies, new moon ceremonies, and I'm sure many other things. So if you want to see what she's up to, check her Instagram out as well. She has this really cute patio space that looks out to some trees and when we went camping and we got kicked out of Death Valley... We were very sad the next day and decided to pretend like we were still camping. So we put out our blanket and like the camping chairs on this little patio and just like read our books and did all the camping things we would do. And that's where her that's where her fire pit's going to go is on her little That's perfect. Her little porch. What's your good thing, Melissa? My good thing is that my parents are looking for a new place to live and it's a long story, but they had found a place. They thought it was going to be the one, but it fell through. Didn't quite work out the way they wanted it to. And now they're finally looking for a home, which I think is more true to them. They're looking for a place in nature, maybe in the mountains. And I got to go house hunting with them, and it just felt really good to see them excited to start their retirement lives somewhere together in nature. Aww. I know. I hope they find the one. Go Melissa's parents. <laughs> So, to kick us off, I'm going to have Esme share her good story. Woo! So, my story I'm super stoked about. 
It is inspired by my conversation with Turbo because it reminded me how awesome dogs are. And I realized that we haven't had a good dog story on our podcast in a while. So I have a good dog story. There's always room for dogs on this podcast. <laughs> There's always room. Also, sidebar, our other friend Alyssa taught a doga class for the Pasadena Humane Society. And it was so cute because she turned on IG Live and her dog was there. And when she introduced her, her dog, it was the cutest thing. She goes, this is Odie. He's a full-time good boy. <laughs> I love that. It's a great introduction. I was like, That's perfect. You need to say that about Bear. Anyways, Bear is a full-time good boy, but he's also a chewy-nager right now. So he's a little, a little sassy. A few mood a swings. <laughs> yeah, a few mood swings. Anyways, my story is not about Bear or Odie. It's about a dog named Jasmine. And she was discovered back in 2003 in Warwickshire, England. I have no idea if I said that right. Warwickshire. That, there you go. That's the one. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, police basically found this locked shed. And when they opened it, there was this little greyhound puppy who had clearly been abandoned, was super malnourished, super dirty, and like covered in mange, and was locked in there. So someone like intentionally locked this dog away to die. That makes me so sad. I know, right? Like so how? cruel. Like why? If you're gonna be cruel enough to kill a dog, why would you do it in the most long drawn out way possible anyways some people suck but other people are great like the police who decided to bring her to the rspca which is basically a really big animal shelter in the uk go police and i wanted to know what it stood for and it's called the royal society for the prevention of cruelty to animals oh my god Sounds like a hotel for dogs. <laughs> right? So fancy, so fancy. And it's actually the oldest and largest animal welfare organization in the entire world. It started back in 1824. Wow. Yeah, super long time. But it still is just an animal shelter. So when they're there, they're just kind of in, you know, those like concrete areas with the kennels and the cages so it's not really comfortable and because they're such a big organization they do have to practice euthanization when they don't have the space capacity to handle all the animals or if there's a medical need to relieve the animal from pain so good place to be but not the perfect place to be because obviously the perfect place is a loving home yes and luckily Jasmine found a loving home. This guy named Jeff, which is spelled G-E-O-F-F. So it could be Geoff. But I did, okay, I did meet my Kiwi host in New Zealand was named Jeff, and he spelled it that way. So I'm going to go with Jeff. Let's go with Jeff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jeff was wandering around the RSPCA and saw Jasmine and decided to take her home. And Jeff is this really, really cool guy. He worked as a security guard for many years and then got injured on the job. 
and was forced to retire. And with his retirement savings, he invested it all in transforming his garden into an animal sanctuary. And their only goal is to take in injured and sick animals and just give them like a calm, safe space to recover. That's so sweet. Right? So good job, Jeff. He's one of the good people out there. Shout out to you. He took Jasmine into his home with the purpose of letting her recover and rest. And he spent like seven weeks building her trust and nursing her back to health. And eventually she made it. So she was fantastic. And they were going to start looking for an adoptive home for her so they could eventually find her a forever home because his animal sanctuary is mainly a temporary space for animals to come heal which is so so precious beautiful animals of all kinds too not just dogs and cats like like a zoo for all of the animals a mini zoo in his backyard that's for his retirement (laughs) and just all the different kinds of animals he's like doctor living in harmony to heal (laughs) yeah it's so so precious So one day, this young fox cub came into the sanctuary, and this fox cub had been tied to a railing and left there to die. And it was super small, super weak, and probably wouldn't make it, so they were kind of just bringing it back to the sanctuary to give it some happy, blissful final days of its little, cute, fluffy life. I know, I know. And Jasmine just kind of walked over to this box where this little fox cub was and started to lick it and immediately started to treat this fox cub like her own baby. She watched over it while it was there. She cuddled it. She kept licking it. The fox cub obviously was super into it, felt really, really comforted, and it definitely helped the fox cub overcome its illness and its weakness. And now it's a healthy young fox named Roxy who is living at the sanctuary full time. Foxy Roxy. Yeah. Foxy Roxy. So she has to live at the sanctuary because she was so young when they took her in that she wouldn't know how to behave on her own in the wild. Anywho... This was a super cute thing that happened with Roxy, but it quickly started happening with almost every single other animal that came through to the sanctuary. The sanctuary is called Nuneaton and Warwickshire Wildlife Sanctuary, in case anyone wants to look it up. They're fantastic. So, in the course of Jasmine's lifetime, she took care and was the pseudo-mother to two puppies, 15 rabbits, five fox cubs, 15 chicks, so like she even extended her love to birds, four badger cubs, eight guinea pigs, and one deer named Bamble, Bamble, who she has like an inseparable bond with. Bamble was found unconscious in the woods, probably abandoned by their real mom, and taken to the sanctuary. 
And because Jasmine's a greyhound, she's like this light tan color with really long legs. They think that uh, Bamble thought it might have been her mom <laughs> or has like a really close resemblance to what a deer mom would look like just because of their shape and size. So Jasmine is absolutely a healer. She's obviously lived the rest of her beautiful life at this wildlife sanctuary with Jeff and really took every hurt animal under her wing to make them feel at home, to make them feel loved, to make them feel safe, and to help transform their little life. So Jasmine's a great dog. She's a full-time good girl, <laughs> and we love her very much. Jasmine is just the type of friend and the type of mom that you would want in your life. She just has that natural nurturing and it's so cute to see that it's like taking away race, like, or even species, and she just is able to love everyone. <laughs> no, 100%. It's so real. And from her background of coming, being abandoned and locked in a shed for who knows how long, to still have that capacity for love deep inside her, to still have that capacity to want to care for other things and make them feel safe is so beautiful. Good job, Jasmine. Good Good job, job. Esme. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Well, I guess it's time for my story. Get it, get it. (laughs) My story is about police officers in general. In particular, the beauty that is the police officer family and sort of the unspoken language and bond that they form by just serving together or serving in the same field. So this story in particular is about Danny Young and his daughter, Courtney. So unfortunately, Danny Young was killed in the line of duty while serving as a security guard for a job. He had a beautiful wife and daughter left behind. His co-workers and friends stepped in to support and be there for Courtney and her mom. Something that they did that was super special was they surprised Courtney on her wedding day by stepping in for the father-daughter dance. What? And it was about seven security guards from Denver who all took turns dancing with Courtney and letting her know that she was so loved, that her dad, Danny, was watching over her, and that they would be there for every special moment in her life. I'm literally getting teary eyes. Do you see I know, too. There's a video of it, and her mom is crying. She's totally caught off guard. They're just so happy to see that these people still, you know, honor her father's memory and that they care for his family while he's gone. And when asked, the officers said that when they serve together, they become a family and that they all know that if anything were to happen to any one of them, that their guys, their coworkers have their back and no man is left behind. Their family is now their family. And it's just the story of Ohana. It's just so pretty. No man is left behind. And there's many of these kind of good deeds that happen. They're there from the beginning. No matter when you were lost, how long ago it was, or how little you served, they step in. They step in for your little father-daughter dance when you're like five in elementary school. They come and show up to your birthday party, your sweet 16. Aww. And they just probably feel so much love. And I think that's a way to go above and beyond and show that you really care for the people in your life and the families that are a part of you now. I just, uh, 
it's showing up it's showing up it's as simple as that it's not just saying i'm going to be there to support you it's taking the action to do it without even being asked and uh that is really special i think it's super wonderful and amazing and inspiring how all these officers show up together to take this responsibility to honor their fallen soldiers and their fallen friends and be there for their families. And that includes all cops. You know, this story in particular was about the friends of Danny Young. But I also want to acknowledge the amazing female cops that are serving. and Girl power! Girl power! And anyone, like whether you identify as anything else, thank you for being in this work and putting yourself out there to protect all of us. And to that, I say, you guys are true heroes. Thank you for being in the line of duty in the first place, but also... I love how these stories are actually really similar and we don't prep that like we surprise each other with our stories and mine is about a dog that steps up and takes the role of a mom to every like hurt and orphaned little animal that comes through the Nuneaton wildlife sanctuary and yours is about the family who decide to step up and do the same thing for their fallen comrades children You're so right. There is beauty in the animal world and in the human world. And it's nice to see that there's both dogs and people that have this ability to love and they're doing it. And you can build family beyond just the biological connection that you have with someone. Yes, that is so true. Preach that. Thank you so much for listening to our stories. Esme and I and Kristen virtually had a blast being a part of this day with you, and we hope we brightened it up just a little bit. If you would like to hear more good stories and stay up to date with what's going on on our podcast, please follow us on Instagram at All the Good Things Podcast and on Twitter. And website coming soon. <laughs> Website coming soon. We also have a special event coming up. I'll be teaching a yoga class, totally donation-based for my dad's birthday. And all of the proceeds are going to be donated to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So if you want to come join that class, add us on Instagram and we'll make sure to keep you up to date. And I hope to see you there. Yes, come show love and support. Um, Thank you for sharing, Esme. Again, we will have that posted on our Instagram so you can see the details of her class. And be sure to be there. We will see you all next Monday for another episode. Bye, we love you. Hard hugs. All the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss To remind us all that life is a gift And because we truly care All the good things we share All the good things